Hello everybody, welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Primitive Minds. Tonight I have a special guest, Kyle from Blacklight District. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Good to be here. It's been a while. I have never played San Antonio, so I'm excited tonight. I'm excited too, because it's been like a year, maybe two, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was with Adelita's Way too. Probably. Yeah, man, you know how it is, bro, like especially like on the road and stuff you just who knows you know it could have been a year ago two years ago you just never know i get lost with all the different dates and i'm sure you do too with all the different shows and this and that you know what i mean so hell yeah good shit though yeah i'm excited and uh you know i want to start off with you know your name because like when i heard uh the name black light district i kind of for some reason thought of that red light district mm -hmm. so you know what gave you the like the uh, inspiration to uh you know name the the band name you know like can you tell me a little bit about the band name it's funny you say that because like so i mean this was obviously a while ago but like teenagers just starting the band like we had gone through quite a few different names and um i actually thought of the red light district as you just said because at the time you know it was like it was kind of like, oh, that's like some cool place. Like, I didn't even really know what it was all about. Like, again, I was a teenager, so I said, well, what about something like, like Red Light District or something like that? And a buddy of mine was there, and he was like, well, what about Black Light District, like Black Sabbath? And I was like, I guess, why not? It wasn't taken, so that was pretty much it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like grown into its own thing, you know? Like, again, I always feel like if, you know, if the songs are there and you can build a following, like... Even if the name doesn't sound right at first, like, you can make it that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, think about, like, the Foo Fighters or something, you know what I'm saying? Right up there. But, but again, like, if someone had never heard of that name and I just said, how about Foo Fighters? People would be like, that's kind of goofy, you know what I'm saying? So, again, it's like, to me, I just feel like the, the music ends up making the name. But, yeah, there's not a real crazy story other than that. Oh, okay. It. But it's still cool because, you know, uh, even with, like, the the... The merchandise, you know, when I hear Blacklight District, you know, I kind of, you know, think like something pretty epic or sure. even just a name like, yeah. like in black and white, just right. Blacklight District, yeah. like that'd be pretty cool and too. That's the cool thing though, is that like, it kind of has turned into that. I mean, like the fans, like I'll get like, uh, I get a lot of fan art of like kids. Cause again, like 90% of my audience is like teenagers and younger nowadays, like with YouTube and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I get a lot of like fan art of people that'll like sometimes just amazing pictures of like different ideas or concepts of like how the name looks or just the overall look. It's just cool to see shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, For yeah, sure, definitely. So. And you know, that's that's awesome. <laughs> sure. Well, look at the end of the day, it, it always goes back to like the fact that I have fans that are doing that is a, an amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? Because again, bro, I grew up just like anyone else that had a dream that was like. You know, I want to do this, even at the level I'm at right now. Like, anytime I can be in another city that I'm not from performing my music in front of an audience, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I've made it, man. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I always thrive and strive to get bigger and do better things. Um, but, like, I'm just so grateful to be where I'm at right now that, like, I'm just out here enjoying the moment. You know That's I mean? awesome, man. Yeah. Same here. Like, Dude, for sure, bro. I didn't expect to ever, you know, be sitting yeah. down 
in a green room. <laughs> Dude, it's a perfect example of two people. Like I said, this is probably something you're passionate about and wanted to do. Like, I'm doing my thing, and here we are sitting talking to each other. And who knows, maybe 10 years from now, we'll still be doing this. And you never know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and we'll probably be, like, in a bigger... Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's why we got this done yeah. right now. So let's make sure we keep this one up, and then, like, we'll do a huge one one day. Yeah, so yeah, I'm done. I always set goals like that. Uh, yeah. It's funny, so real quick. We started the tour in Phoenix the other night, yeah. and there was a guy, the security guard there, actually. He looked so familiar, and I was like, damn, who is this guy? And he comes up to me friendly later. He's like, you remember me? Anyways, we ended up talking. He actually used to do security at the local bar in Spearfish, South Dakota, where I'm from, oh. like six, seven years ago. And he's like, bro, if you're ever on tour, like one day I'm going to work security for you. And dude, just to show up the other night and see him there working security. Oh, like, shit. It was just one of those things. Yeah. Right? So I like to make those, so this is a good one for the future. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait. And uh, what inspired you, you know, to pick up the microphone? Well, um... When I was nine years old, my mom died of a heroin overdose. Oh, man. And um, so, like, as a young kid, you know, you kind of, you know, I guess music just kind of became my way to, like, escape reality. You know what I'm saying? So my uncle had played me No More Tears by Ozzy. Um, and I eventually, just because hearing Ozzy's voice, like, the first time as a kid, I was like, God, who is this guy? Like, he sounds like a... A freak, like I like a it, demon, though. right? Yeah, yeah, like literally. Like I if kept, a demon would yeah. be able to sing, it would be yeah, Ozzy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I kept picturing like this fire red hair and this freaky guy, but uh, close enough, you know what I'm saying? But I uh, know, like that just inspired me, and like ever since then, like I just started writing music, and you know, all these years later, it's still like my main thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm sober now. I don't drink anymore. Um, I was kind of forced out of that, you know, health reasons and whatnot. But uh, yeah, music still to this day is like my main escape. Like I'm, I'm grateful to have it for sure. Hey, hell yeah, dude! dude for real, man. It's yeah. it's 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 amazing. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's a blessing. Real, yeah. Dude, and, and then again, like going back to what I was saying earlier about having like these diehard young fans, because um, there's a difference nowadays. You know, there's like the rock scene which we're at tonight. Yeah. Adelaide's way, like the radio stuff, like Octane and this and that. And I've been in there a little bit, you know, I'm grateful I get to go on these tours. I get a little bit of airplay on Octane and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but just again, man, nowadays, like with the streaming and YouTube, like there's just a whole other world out there that I feel like I'm actually much bigger in compared to like where we're at right now, you know? What oh I mean? yeah, definitely. So when I, when, I, when I see these kids again that blow my DMs up or whatever the case may be and just say, look, like your music saved me or helps me through depression or whatever it is. Like to me, that's above like any money or notoriety or anything that goes with it is knowing that like if kids can connect with my music the way I connected like with an Aussie or whoever, like again, that's, that's the shit I do this for. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, dude, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Definitely, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's good though. You know, again, like just being here tonight, San Antonio, first time. Like, I I, I couldn't ask for anything more. I'm ready to kill it. Literally. How long are you guys gonna be on the Adelita's Way tour? Well, this is our third tour with Adelita's Way now. Um, or how do, how long does this is this tour gonna this, last? This specific tour, I think, goes till only the first week of March. So two and a half, three more weeks. Uh, but we just started, like I said, a few nights ago. So I think it's like 16 or 17 dates total. Oh, snap. Um, but then we take a break for six weeks, go home, and then we're going to go back out with, uh, this isn't announced yet, it's not that big of a deal, but it'll be Adelita's Way, uh, Diamante, I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, us, and then someone else, I don't know who the opener will be. Um, and then we're going to take another two months off, and then this summer, Adelita's again. Um, with a couple of other bigger acts, and I'll be opening that tour. So, again, like... About, you know, last year around May, 
Um, I signed with an agent, agent Andrew Goodfriend, um, who's Adelita's way agent, and he kind of introduced Rick and I uh-huh. because Rick is an independent artist too, yeah, just like yeah, I am. Yeah. So the cool thing is, like again, going back to I do the YouTube and Spotify thing, and Rick has really got the radio and the live stuff like down. So it's kind of cool to be working together where I can help him promote and do things on the internet and kind of get into that audience, and he kind of hooks me up by bringing me out to to tour his yeah. audience exactly. So where I'm weak, which is the live touring, I don't have a big live fan base yet you know yeah. um, and again when we can do all ages shows I mean there are parents that drive their kids four hours to come see us so it's cool <laughs> to see it Bill, for real you know what I'm saying um, and uh, you know so again just for me to for them to put us in front of their audience to help us build like he doesn't have to be doing that he could have done the one tour but for us to be out for almost a year like I'm grateful man yeah that's sure. that's amazing yeah, creating and, uh, relationships and opportunities like the you know what I'm saying? Like, believe me, at the end of the day, like, I am grateful to be here. That is for sure. Yeah, dude. I And, you know, when I saw you guys perform that, well, whenever it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt it, you know, because I could go, let's say, a Guns N' Roses show. Right. Like, it, they're not, it, I kind of feel like it's more of, oh, we're Guns N' Roses, so you're going to show up. Right, right. Like. For sure. The I kind of feel like maybe the love is gone or. Yeah, I mean. It's hard, too, because, like, again, I can see being on that level where it's like, you know, you feel like you're king shit in a way. It's like, look, 50,000 people are going to show up tonight, no matter what, blah, blah. Whereas, like, at this stage, it's more of, like, you got to, like, people can see right through something that's not genuine. Yeah. I mean, so it's like if I go on stage and just kind of like, yeah, what it's like, dude, no one's going to dig that shit. Even if it's a hard crowd, some nights are hard crowds. El Paso last night, it was tough, man. Not, I always ask who's heard of Blacklight District. Some nights we have 80% of the people and they're singing the songs. Some nights, maybe 15 people have heard of it. Oh, damn. And so, and again, if, if it's just 15 people like last night that have heard of us, I just try that much harder because it's like, okay, this is your first impression. Like, I'm going to give it my all, whether it's five people, 50 or 5,000, you know, you have to. Yeah, definitely. But again, at the end of the day, they're going to leave saying, damn, like, no one's going to be like, oh, did you see there was only 50 people? No, people are going to say, how did the band do or how did the artist do? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I always take pride in making sure I'm, I give everything I have. Yeah, man, that's, that's amazing. And I'm excited, I'm excited to see you guys tonight. Hell yeah, brother. So the... Unlike the last time, I could remember where it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the thing. And I think I maybe was still even drinking maybe a year or two ago as well, for sure. And again, man, I could have been drunk. Too. I have no idea. Yeah. But it's cool because I'm sure you've had this before. I mean, this this business particularly, like this rock and metal and all this kind of scene, like it's a small world, isn't yeah. it? How many people know this guy and know this guy and all like, like, like uh, my, our sound guy, Josh, who does Adelita's Way Sound. He was like, Ernie, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like, how does everyone, like, but it's like, everyone always seems to know somebody. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? and see the, like, that's why I decided to just one day, like, okay, I'm going to interview these bands, yeah. but I'm not going to show up drunk and be like, right. hey, what's up, guy? Right, right, right. You know, I was, I just have to clean up my image, yeah. and if I want to drink, I drink at home, so, you know? Right, no, for sure, man. Yeah, that's the thing. And again, bro, like you coming in doing interviews, like that's just you on the grind too. Like getting out there, meeting people, knowing people, like developing relationships. You never know where anything could go. We could, again, what we were talking about me earlier, maybe we're playing in a bigger place. Maybe I'm coming to your studio someday doing an official show. You know what I'm saying? You just never know, man. Yeah, and see, that brings in my next question. Like, do you guys ever uh, plan to maybe do a little tour in the Rio Grande Valley? Um, so where is that? Like in like South Texas. Okay. The um, tip of Texas. I mean, I would love to, I I don't really know. Like, 
So again, like we have an agent that they pretty much like we don't get a chance to ever say, hey, we want to go here. And oh, here. okay. Like with Adelita's, maybe they do. I don't know how it, it's deep been, it goes. It, like, it, it's been since 2012 or 13 that they've oh, been really? to to so South where, Texas. So where would that be at down there? Like, give me an example. Like Bronzeville's. Okay. Okay. Uh, after Corpus, oh, pretty, pretty okay. much, yeah, after right, Corpus. All right, right, yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I hope we do. Like, that's one of the reasons why Rick has pretty much invited me out all year so that we can hit pretty much everywhere they go this year to, to say that he pretty much put me in front of the whole country, you know? Yeah. Um, so I hope so. Uh, I know I know. in March and April we're doing, like, the Midwest, and then we're doing another West Coast run down through, like, California. So I'm sure we'll be back in Texas, but uh, I would love to get down there sometime. Again, hitting places I've never been before is very important. Yeah, this shit. South Padre Island, there's a yeah. beach, and you guys could just go yeah, party after. It. I <laughs> love it, man, for real. That, and that'll be easier for me because I can just go and... Dude, let's do it, bro. Yeah, for or, sure. yeah, 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 definitely. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, when we're out of here, you know, like, stay watching the dates, man. Hit me up if there's anything close. Like, even if it's an hour or two, man, like, I'll take care if you want to come down, man. You yeah, man, like, uh... Like, I'm so excited because I'm getting you guys twice, today and tomorrow. And oh, I'm, you're coming tomorrow, too? Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. like, super excited. Oh, yeah, well, shit, it's only, like, what, 80 miles from here or so? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, oh, my God. Like, okay, so we drove 1,200 miles from where we're from in South Dakota to get to Phoenix. So oh, that was 20 hours. So we stayed the night somewhere, played Phoenix, had to get up right away the next day, do six and a half hours to get to El Paso and be there by 2 in the afternoon. Oh, no. I, I, you know, like, as a band, like, we go and do, like, rock radio stations. Yeah. But yesterday, I did my first pop station, like a top 40 station. Oh, wow. So that was interesting. I've never done one of those before. And then today, bro, fuck, man, eight hours we drove from El Paso to get here by 4 o'clock. And it's just been brutal these first few days. So I'm happy, like, tomorrow I'm sleeping the fuck in. And it's only 80 miles, and, like, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I- I'm excited. I'm probably more excited about tomorrow. Yeah. Because this is going to be my appetizer, I guess. Right, right, right. <laughs> yep, yep. But... Do you, have you been to the place tomorrow? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that come and take it, then? That's come oh, take okay, it okay. live, yeah. <laughs> okay, right, Yeah. So is that a little bigger than this place, or are they the same, or is that smaller? Oh. This one's kind of hard to compare, I guess, because it's got all these venues, but... Yeah, maybe. I'm not really too sure. Gotcha. I've only been there a few times, and I kind of, you know, let the music kind of blind me. Right, right. Again, like we were talking earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's important, like, leaving it all on the stage. Yeah, you know, as a fan, you know, like, I know we're just standing there, but I literally put my mind and my emotion into what you guys are playing and what you guys are saying in the in the music you know dude that means a lot man like again at the end of the day that's that's all i can hope for is like even if at the end of a show if only one person made a legit connection but as long as they made a real connection like i'm happy like again one person at a time if i can just you know what i mean like look online i've done 250 million streams quarter billion streams i've had multiple charting songs like blah blah we can go on and on with that you know yeah at the end of the day as long as there's a real connection like that's what that's what means a lot to me of course it's fun i love music i grew up loving music i love all sorts of music hardcore ozzy metallic i mean on and on so again just to be here like i'm so happy and if i can make any type of connection like i have with my favorite artist like i feel like i've made it you know what i mean same For i mean sure, man. adelita's way is a big part of my life and yeah, you know exactly perfect uh, example they saved my life and you know every day i'm thankful <laughs> oh seriously like that's what i mean like when i hear shit like that for me like that's the real shit right there i'd rather play for two people that care that much about it yeah than twenty thousand people that know that don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying 
that's what it's about, man. That's why I know you're legit, and like that's why I'm so glad when we talked a few months ago or whatever it was about doing this. Like I'm just glad because I know you're the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I I try my best, and you know I just you know I'm just a regular person. You know, sure, man. We all are. Definitely. Yeah, and uh. I'll listen to uh, I'll listen to your music, but what kind of the song that kind of spoke out to me was uh, "Me Against the World." Mm. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that song and the mindset and your while you were writing this song? Definitely. So, um, like going back earlier to how I said, you know, well, maybe I didn't say it. I'm, <laughs> but, but you know, I like to experiment with a lot of different sounds, right? Yeah. So again, I grew up loving hard rock and metal. Um, but nowadays I love a lot of hip-hop, pop, I mean, I like a lot of anything that's good music, you know. So nowadays I kind of try to, you know, the songwriting has evolved and I'm always trying to put new styles and new sounds and kind of mix genres and styles a little bit. So Me Against the World started with this like heavy part of the track and then the verses kind of came in as almost like a hip-hop kind of EDM thing. And uh, it was again just because, you know, so much rejection in this business. Um, from radio or whatever it is like sometimes it feels like it's me against the world like oh yeah like, no one's gonna have my back like no one's support like like no one's gonna care about your passion as much as you do you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like you can't just say okay i got this manager now or or like a lot of bands oh i need a record deal like that ain't gonna do shit for you unless you got some buzz going you know what i mean and nobody's gonna care until they actually see something no. happening exactly and... well that's right to me like a label would only make sense nowadays if, if someone has some real buzz going by themselves. A label's kind of there to just pour fuel on the fire. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No one, like, someone can put up a billboard in Times Square of an unknown artist and be it be this big-ass thing, but you can't force somebody to like anything. Yeah. You can put it everywhere, and a label can have money to do this and that, but it's not going to force anyone to like it. Maybe it'll give you a little bit of awareness, you know, but at the end of the day, you got to be out there on the grind. But, yeah, Me Against the World was just kind of that whole, like, no one's going to do it as much as I am, and no one's going to fight for it as much as I am, and I'll take on the fucking world if I have to. And, and see, and see, that's that's why it spoke to me, because, you know, whether it be, I've always felt that way, you know, because... For sure, man. You know, with my disabilities and stuff, I always have to kind of, you know, fight a little bit right. extra for what yeah. I no, for what I want. Yeah. And Dude, that's what's important, though, man, like guys like you and me like if we're willing to actually go that extra mile to actually make shit happen there's literally nothing that can't be done yeah like, I, like no joke bro like believe me i grew up so many people all oh, come on like you're not going to be a rock star you yeah exactly and you know and i had to hear that all the time people say no 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 grow up get a job blah, blah. and it's like you know what fuck you so some of my friends from high school are asking me like how do how do i meet all these guys right like, exactly what did i do to how much did i or you know how do I meet all these musicians? I'm right. just like, dude, well, you know, I went to the show, I showed up, and yep. that person was sitting down at the bar, and I yep. went up to them, and I took a picture. That's the first, dude, that's the first thing, because you, you put in the work. You Whatever the work is, if it's you just showing up the first time, that's just a step further than someone else would have gone. Because you know too, bro, there's a lot of people out there, I bet right now, that wish they could be doing what you're doing, going and interviewing all these different acts. Yeah. not everyone gets to. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, like, guys like me and you, man, it's like us against the world. We're going to fucking kill them. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Kill dude. them with kindness. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Sold Out was an amazing song. Is there any more music <laughs> being worked on? Absolutely. Um, so actually, I'm dropping a new song um, 
a week from yesterday, so this coming Friday, I don't know when this will air, but January 24th, I have a song called Over This Drop, and I'm going to play it tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, for sure. Um, and actually, funny, I mentioned this two minutes ago, uh, Times Square, New York City, I got five massive billboards going up in Times Square. So... She, yeah. she was in New York of oh, really? last month. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy it down there? But see, isn't it, like, so for me as an artist, like, I'm so stoked, like, right in downtown Times Square, my picture, new single, like, it's a dream come true for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's happening. I'm dropping another song a month later, then another one about eight weeks after that. And uh, I'm just going to pretty much stay consistent, dropping a lot of singles this year, pretty... Oh, like okay. Every six to eight weeks yeah. versus a whole album at once. Oh, okay. Um, just because, you know, again, nowadays, like, it, the streaming kind of changes. And people way. want singles now more than they yeah. want a full album. Because, so. again, you think about it, you put out an album, and then you wait a year or so. And people, with the way people consume shit nowadays, like, people want new shit now. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So if it's dropping a song, and then a month later another song, and then maybe it's two songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just better to keep it consistent than one body of work because when you drop like an album Spotify is going to promote one single for you yeah so and then when you go back to talk to their playlist people whoever they say oh this song's old because it's been out for three weeks yeah but it's like well how do you do a second single off the album nowadays if you can't they want you to re-release it and it's like it's just a hassle so it's like sometimes some of the songs like get kind of neglected because they don't get their chance to be promoted because they're technically old just because they've been released on the album even though it's never been on the radio or you know what I'm saying yeah so so that's just kind of what I'm going to do right now and just kind of keep the new content flowing and just building the grind. But it's going to be a big year. Like I said, I'm going to be out with Adelita's Way all year. Got a couple other. I just got my first hip-hop festival offer, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Some huge hip-hop artist. So, again, man, at the end of the day, I'm a can, rocker. Can you speak any more about that? Or um, Well, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, today's kind of rap stuff, but uh, there's an artist called Da Baby. Oh, yeah, they're going to be yeah. at the island in oh, yeah, spring yeah. break. Uh, Boosie, uh, Lil Baby, a lot of babies nowadays. Yeah. Um, a lot of Lil. Lil's, yeah. Man. But uh, again, man, for me, like, the goal is to always just, like, if I can go to a show where I'm going to feel very out of place, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I feel like that's when I do best, though, when it's like, I mean, I'm, the pressure is on. People are looking at me like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, and why the fuck is he wearing it? Is he holding a guitar? Yeah, or? right? Exactly. I'll probably be the only white dude there performing. Not that that matters to me, but yeah. again, like, if I feel out of place, like, bro, like, that's just more pressure and more, uh, more, like, in inspiration, I guess, yeah. for me to do as good as I can. Do you know when this is going on? Uh, this will be in March, March in Louisiana somewhere. Yep. Oh, Mardi Gras, maybe? Uh, maybe. Yep, maybe. Right oh, there. nice. Yep, yep, for sure. So, That's awesome. Again, like, you know, New Year, like, just so many new things happening. Um, like, again, going back to Spotify, I'm on so many rap playlists, pop playlists, metal playlists, hard rock. Like, tr like, just, it's just amazing to see so many different styles. And then now you see artists like uh, Post Malone. Oh yeah. Like he, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have guitars in the music. Some of them do, but but he to me like defines like the rock and roll lifestyle of today's generation like that's a rock star. Yeah. He's got the record with Ozzy. Yeah, he, yeah. That track is killer. It like, is. I love it. It you is. You know what I'm saying? And uh he started playing guitar. I think he actually auditioned for like Escape the Fate or something like that. I, I think he might uh, actually make a rock album. I think so. In the, in the near future. Yeah. Well, dude, that Ozzy with the guitar, I mean, you've heard the track. I yeah. Mean, uh, dude, like with the guitar, I mean, again, for for him to bring someone like Ozzy to a mainstream audience, I've been hearing that song the last few days on the road on all these big pop stations, Sirius XM hits one. Like, bro, to see my legendary hero, I got a tattoo right here. Oh, nice. In a new generation in front of all these new fans, like, that's fucking awesome. You know? Hell yeah, dude, that's amazing. Oh yeah. Man. It's... 
and I'm pretty excited for you for the for the Louisiana stuff because you know you're gonna scare people. <laughs> Dude, I know, man. Yeah, for sure. So, who would you guys like to tour with? Um, Post Malone for sure. I'd love to do that. Um, I'd love to, like you mentioned, mentioned like a Guns and Roses. Like my dream, like if I could be on like a stadium tour mm. with like. Metallica and Guns N' Roses, like, I'd love to do that, you know what I'm saying? And on the flip side, like, I'd love to do, like, a Post Malone tour, just something that's major, you know what I'm saying? Like, arenas, I've never got to play an arena yet, so, like, I'd love to do, like, the legit, you know, like, 15, 20,000 people. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we talk 10 years from now and we're sitting in a place like that, but, again, I'm just gonna stay on the grind and uh, just look at what's right in front of me right now. Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. It's gonna be amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. Ten years from now, we're gonna. Bro, let's set it up for real. Like, yeah. We'll stay in touch, man. Hell yeah, Absolutely. man. Um, I know you've been talking about your fans a little bit here and there. Um, do you have a message that you would like to tell them, or some advice, or you know, some, absolutely a positive something? I don't. For sure, I would. I would say to like my fan base, um, like I appreciate you guys, like the support and passion and loyalty you show to this music is something that I've never seen before really um, for us to have our own movement my fans know this like AK, my, my label is AK19 um, so all the fans use the hashtag AK19 for life and BLD for life and um, again like I always tell everyone follow your dreams because we only get to go through this life once and you're going to regret it if you're sitting there when you're 60, 70 years old one day saying damn it I should have done this or I should have done that so if your heart tells you to go for something go for it and I wouldn't take no for an answer oh yeah man yeah, that's so, why I'm here that's what's up bro <laughs> And uh, you were talking about your single over this a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can you tell me more about about it? Or um, it's just it, I, I'm kind of looking at it like a, a kind of like a teaser track or a hype track because okay. under a month later I'm dropping another single, which is kind of going to be like a real single that we do a lot of promotion and radio okay. stuff with. Um, so over this is kind of just like a. Uh, it's kind of like something to set the tone for the year, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay, you know? nice. Uh, but again, going back to having promotion like Times Square doing a billboard, five of them. Um, what else is there? There's going to be a bunch of animated videos. Uh, we might have this premiered on World Star too, which is oh, cool hey. For me. So again, in the trying to get into different audiences, trying new things. Like I'm open for any opportunities. So uh, it's going to be it's a banger jam though. You'll hear it tonight for sure. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm excited. I'm gonna Good, be man. front row. <laughs> I'm ready, bro. I'm I'm like getting pumped right now. Like, Me too, seriously. dude. Like yeah. And then Adelita's, they go up there and kill it, man. They're awesome guys. Dude, this like, is going to be my 12th or 11th or... Really? Yeah. For them? For them, yeah. Oh, I've been following wow. them since 2009. Oh, wow. So like when they basically first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was gonna, I was gonna kill myself back in 2009, oh, and sure. uh, they WWE ended up getting the the oh, single yeah. for Invincible for, yeah, for the superstars. Yeah. yeah, and then when I heard the song, I heard the clean version, but I went to listen to the dirty version. Right. And when he said, "Believe me, you've never met a motherfucker like me," yeah. I was like, "Holy fuck! Yeah. You're right. You, Bro, they've never the seen power, it, man." And you know what? I appreciate you like saying that because it takes courage and honesty to talk about that kind of shit, bro. But look, that is the power of music, man. Yeah, look dude. where you're sitting right now. Like, I'm sure you know the guys. Like, we'll see him later. You come back and hang out, like, dude. Like, it'll be good, man. Yeah, dude. And then when they, you know, notorious and what it takes, oh, it's kind of like, dude. On the last, on the last tour, uh, two times I got to go up and do notorious with them, dude. You should do it tonight. I mean, I. I 
I don't like to like go up and be like, yo, Rick, can I please come up? But uh, I might be suggested, but dude, again, like to get to go up there with a band. Dude, same for me, bro. Believe me, in 2009, I wasn't on the road. I didn't have any success yet or anything. I was just starting out. I knew Adelie's where I used to jam that shit all the time. Yeah, so same. for me to be friends with them and play and then actually go up on stage and do songs like Notorious, like, fuck, man. I, I used to tell people like, I'm going to be friends with these guys yeah. one day. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're not. Right. And yeah. I told him I'm going to interview them too and I've done that before and I'm really good friends with them and you know they're the inspiration dude that's real shit man hell yeah man just to show what we can accomplish when we want to make things happen man hell yeah it doesn't matter if it's me or you or whoever anyone really can do anything like if you put in the work like you get what you deserve you know what I'm saying yeah and again like as far as you know I know it's tough for some people and some people you know have a hard time and want to maybe end it or do something else but it's like man you just never know if you hang on a little longer because if you're at your worst like it can only get better from there you know what i'm saying like it's only up from here and again with the passion and persistence you have just like me like bro we can conquer this shit bro we're still young and there's still a lot left to do yeah and hey any man with two hands has a fighting chance 100 percent. they always say there's this quote i love and uh, it's from The Rock, actually. Oh, okay. And he said, you always miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, so, hell yeah, dude. Like, you're always going to miss the opportunity if you don't do it. Or in simpler terms, the answer is always no if you never ask. That's you know when I mean? my friend tells me that every time. Like, like hey, I want to hang out with you. Yep. Uh, but I didn't ask. Like, well, exactly. if you don't ask, right? then the answer is no. Absolutely. Yep. You mentioned WWE real quick. Yeah. I'm a big fan too, bro. I... I'm kind I mean, I'm of more of old school. I'm AEW now all the oh, way. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Full on. Yeah. Like, we used to watch WrestleMania, I think. Yeah. Like so let me ask you this: What did you think of Brock Lesnar breaking the Undertaker's streak? I didn't like it only because I wish that uh, maybe a Daniel Bryan or somebody that was coming up. I never that thought could it would be, the, be like a part-time guy. Yeah, I I rather them have built up the, you know, let's say you know Daniel Bryan just barely came right. in, you know, have Daniel Bryan take him out right. and then Daniel Bryan or Bray Wyatt. Right. Bray, yeah. I'm a, I was a huge fan of Bray yeah. Wyatt. You know, I wanted them to make Bray Wyatt the new Undertaker. They did that match the year after. Remember? Yeah. Yep. Um, and then yeah, like one thing, like I hated it at the time. Um, but then, you know, their logic is that, well, who else is more, like, legitimate looking like than a Brock Lesnar to be able to beat The Undertaker? Yeah, Do you like true. how they're into that? Like, you know, I get it that it's a, a work and things like that, but they want to give Brock, like, because he's a beast, obviously, the UFC background. The problem is the fans are a lot smarter. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You like know, Seth Rollins beat Brock clean at this year's WrestleMania. I oh, have friends that will hit me up and be like, this is so fucking bullshit. Like, unrealistic. Dude, I'm not watching it. It is. Know those kind of people. And then, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything against that, but, you know, when the deal that they made with Saudi, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm that done. Was, that was not good, especially when that shit happened, like, a few months back. Yeah. And just going there. Terrorists and yeah, all that. Yeah, they killed that journalist or whatever. Yeah. After that, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till October for AWN. Yeah. And you watch every week? I don't because no. I'm trying to, you know, right. interview bands yeah. every week or... Do, uh... What was I just going to ask? Oh, yeah, I, this is a random wrestling thing, but I heard that they're only going to use Taker for Saudi Arabia. He's done with WrestleMania. What? So he wasn't on WrestleMania last year, and the current plan as of today said there's no plans for him to be on WrestleMania They're still going to be going to Saudi Arabia even after what's Yeah, going? they're gone on the 27th of February. 
And they said Taker's only going to be there for the Saudi Arabia shows from now on. Hashtag boycott WWE. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. This has been a good chat, though, bro. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, it'd be cool if you guys freaking did a theme song for WWE or AEW. You know, what's funny you mentioned that is that I just, uh, I followed someone and they followed me back, and he's actually the AEW music guy. His name is Rukas. Oh, really? And uh, so I've been meaning to DM him. Uh, do it, man. It's a good reminder. I might do that. He even fucking tore with Fozzie, dude. dude. You know that? I, I did one show with Fozzie at a festival. Really? Um, I had to get a picture just because it's Jericho. Yeah, um, definitely. But, dude, I'd love to, man. For real. That'd be awesome one day. That's like that's like goals of mine. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to interview Chris Jericho one day. Yeah. It's a dream. Dude, it'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Um, we're, we're almost done. No, so, you're good, yeah. Oh. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions only because it can go anywhere. Okay. Uh, and I ask it every interview, even though my best friend kind of like, why are you still asking that question? And But I say it because, you know, it's a different answer every right. time and it can go a lot of places. For sure. But uh, if you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, let me see here. I mean, I could just say Ozzy or something like that, but let me just think for a second. If I was in an elevator and I literally was stuck with anyone music-wise, you know what? So, um, I think my answer would be Randy Rhodes. Oh, nice. So that was Ozzy's original guitar player. Yeah. Um, he died in a plane crash. Um, because Randy Rhodes, like, Ozzy was the one who got me into music, just period, singing, writing music. Um, but I also got really into guitar and play a lot of guitar still. Um, because of Randy Rhodes and just the style, like the classical training he had and how he brought that and made it like metal in a way. But there would just be a lot of technical things I'd ask about songwriting and just different things. So um, I would say Randy Rhodes for sure. That'd be awesome. I mean, for sure, man. Hell yeah. Yep. And uh, where can we find you guys? And uh, is there any merch available that we fans can get online or at the shows? Yep, there's always merch at the shows when you come see us. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's just at Blacklight District, Twitter, official BLD. Um, teespring.com slash store slash Blacklight District is for all the merch. Um, long link, but we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, no, just on Instagram, Twitter, obviously, you know, the best way to support for free. Uh, is to just stream the music and share it online and give us a follow and share the music, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and to me, it does. I wish I could give everyone free merch because I don't care about the money. I want everyone to just be wearing it and representing. But like I said, there's free ways to support sharing, liking, um, and spreading the word is the best way to do that. So. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, brother. Thank you so much Dude, for this thank interview. You, man. Anytime, bro. Hey. Thank you all for listening to my conversation with Kyle from Blacklight District. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Music and Beyond and Primitive Minds. And remember, everybody, that without music, life would be a mistake.